welcome to Pokemon Go Podcast, where I am back in my studio where I belong, where I need to be. I am the Rock Gunna Podcasting Charles Fall, and right there next to me in the studio where he belongs, Joseph Embrace the underscore Arduino. Arduino, oh man. I do have an Arduino board in my closet somewhere. It's super, super old, and I don't think I've ever actually used it, but... Of course you didn't. That's why would you get a board like that to do anything with? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sometimes I, I have random electronics sitting around. Like I've got two more computers sitting under my desk as well. Well, you know, that's how that goes sometimes. Uh, I'll look at you in a, uh, uh, to, uh, um, which one? Tornadus rate. Is that tornadus? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is you doing tornadoes right as we kick this off? So there is an experience of the week right there for you. And uh, you know what? While we do that, uh, I've got an experience, but I wanted to see if I could find something cool. If this button will work. Thank you. Uh, this well, one. You're looking at that button. A wild Terry wolf has appeared. Yeah, he's still dead to me. Hey there, my name is Tom, and these are the experiences of the week. Of the week. What uh, a fraudulent uh, soundbite you've got there. You know, I, you know, I can only do what I can do. And I didn't make the time to put my meh, meh, meh on the soundboard, so I apologize. I'll get that. Uh, it's true. Sure. That is a requested feature. It is a requested feature. Uh, so I did some uh, cool. So I caught a frillish this week. I did the uh, the field the blue research. One? The male frillish? Uh, it is... The arrow up is the male, right? Well, is it blue or pink? Blue. Then it's the male frillish. So there you go. Well, I mean, I, that works for this character, I guess. So I wasn't paying attention, but that doesn't work for every character because you know, sometimes pinks are still male. But that's why I looked at the actual symbol. Um, it's a non-binary frillish. Thank you very much. Uh, but I, got, I, feel, <laughs> I finished up the field research. No, it, and did that. It's, the, it, it's the legendaries that are genderless. There's plenty of other ones that have genders, though. It's, How dare you presume? How it's the strongest Pokemon that are genderless. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I got I, I finished the field research and got that. And then I jumped in that with uh, Ibit. I was at the right place, right time when Ibit sent out the, the thing about doing the, the mega low punny uh, fight. <laughs> and mine actually yep. was close to a hundo. I think that's 14, 15, 13, if I'm looking at this right. So this low pony was caught on a four five twenty one around Arvada, Colorado. So I got to get in on that raid. That was fun, and then I immediately evolved it because I realized I hadn't done that. So I got a Diggersby now. So there you go. So that was some cool. Uh, so I did a raid with you this week, Terry. Okay, cool. Um, my week's been together. So I'm glad that that happened. Uh, I'm pretty sure I caught whatever it was that we did. Uh, so there, <laughs> Mr. Jamerine with the, the, the title. And for those of you at home, if you'd like to uh, give the titles to the show, I wonder how we do it. And if you're here live and lurking, this is how we do it. You do it. You have to be live, of course, Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern on uh, twitch.tv slash Pokemon Go podcast and join us. And then you can have an ex, uh, exclamation point S space and anything after that space becomes a title. And that's the game we play throughout the entirety of the show. And that's where the titles of the podcast come from. Now, Joe, you just finished up uh, your raid and you just uh, evolved another Diggersby for whatever reason. But there you go. Um, 
what were your experiences of the week? All right. So let's go ahead and type in the trusty age zero through seven and take a look at what I've caught this past week uh, that I haven't transferred. Um, uh, I, like you, have gotten another male frillish. Um, I hatched a couple of 10K eggs. They were both vullabies, though. Um, I'm getting a little tired of vullabies, though. I would rather have a vullabie than the corefish I got last time. Um, and then there is a, I got a couple of the, I guess it's only one of the Therian form tornadoes this past week. The other one must've been from the previous week. Um, and then I think it was, I'd have to double check. We'll see it in the, sh- in the experiences of the week when we look at the discord. Um, but I believe this, uh, Azumarill is, is from a raid I did with us Nate scout. Um, he's in chat so he can confirm if it was him, but I, I'm pretty sure it was us Nate scout. Um, but yeah, so that was a lot of fun. I battled quite a few, um, team rocket grunts trying to get, uh, that super radar. Actually, this might be a Giovanni balloon hovering over me. I actually, it is. It is a Giovanni nice. balloon hovering uh, over me. To add to my experience, uh, you know, we talked about uh, in the last week or two that, like, oh man, I'm stuck on this old uh, Team Rocket adventure, and I can't. I have to get past it, otherwise, I won't get the new one uh, whenever it comes out. I completed. I I finally completed a few more steps, and um, I'm on the step now where I have to battle three of the the team leaders. The three, you know, the Cliff and Arlo and I forget the other one I have to battle. But uh, um, shoot, I'm blanking on. And ironically, the one you're missing is the one that's uh, the counterpart to the Mystic mm. one. But yeah. So, yeah. But uh, so Sierra, there we go. Mr. Tambourine's helping us out. Sierra. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But. but yeah, so that's what's going on. What else? I mean, yeah, I know you did the same fight I did the other day with uh, Thunderous or Lightningus or Invictus or whatever it was. Uh, <laughs> well, the Megalopony. That's who it was. That's what I couldn't remember because it's Megalopony. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did that one as well. Mine, the IVs were trash. I've, I already got rid of it. Yeah. So I've been invited. I, I gotta. I've got to pay attention to the name because it rat. I want to say it's like Rat Skirt. Like R A T S C R T or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, Raskrit. Raskrit, yeah. I missed a few invites by Raskrit. Uh, I, if you listen, I hope you do. Uh, you can hear me say sorry. And definitely not ignoring you. Or um, sometimes, most of the time that I've missed them, it's I didn't see the notification pop up on my phone. And I touch it and I, I get in and then it's gone. You know, or or I just miss it. So where I can still look at the, the um. Jim, right? I can still look at it, but it says there's no battle going on. So either he they dropped out or they started the battle, and I can't, you know, either way I can't get in, right? So uh, mm. my apologies, and please keep sending the invites because I would I would definitely love to uh, do some more battles with you. And boom, you're going down, Giovanni. Mm. Joe's so violent. <laughs> He's so violent. It makes me uncomfortable. Well, that's the only thing that Team Rocket uh, respects and understands is violence. Well, this is actually <laughs> true. 
So I don't know what to say to that, but uh, yes, yes, sir, you're you're correct, sir. Uh, so there you go. Oh, what what does Giovanni have for you? Yeah, that's right. It says Zapdos. The, yep, the shadow Zapdos. Big Bird and Grimace had a baby. It became a, a shadow Zapdos. And I need to be more patient. I just missed two from the attack animation. Terry Wolf says uh, for he, he should be hitting level 49 this weekend. Need five more lucky trades. Uh, let's see. Most of his lucky trades are from uh, the podcasts, yeah, so yeah. they're not nearby. Yeah. 82 lucky friends currently for Terry Wolf. It's too bad those are all really just alternate accounts for him because he's bored. Um if that, no, see, that's not too bad, right? If that were true, if it's 82 friends or accounts that he made up, he could just trade with himself and be fine. Uh, that's true, because I think he actually did just make a new alternate account, because I saw, I need to actually add another it, one? I saw it. Yeah, I saw it come across on uh, Discord that oh, he, he posted an, an, a new one that I hadn't seen before. That's funny. Speaking of Discord, I will jump over and start pulling up those experiences of the week. Uh, if you would like to get your experience of the week onto our show, there's two ways to do that. You can go to patreon.com forward slash Pokemon Go podcast and support the show and join our Discord. And we have a room for it called Experiences of the Week. Or you can get on Twitter and tag at Pokemon Go pod as a hashtag experience of the week and share it that way. So uh, Popeye seven hundred five is that no I'm I'm way behind because I didn't look at it last week that's right so Joe you go ahead the first one is from canned beans on from the third if you wanted to follow go along ahead. yeah I'll follow on up. your end uh, and that is a shadow shiny Carvana that is pretty sweet right there I like pretty it. sweet indeed very mean looking I dig it uh, Nolte showing off that they completed the spring into spring collection. Uh, Pib Beagles, Pie Beagles. I'm gonna go with Pie Beagles, but uh, showing wait, off. Wait, wait. I love that the full name. Well, it's Pie Beagles one, but then the rest of those numbers are their friend code. That is <laughs> genius. That is that genius. is that is pretty clever right there. Uh, but yeah, so for their first ever shadow shiny is a Beldum. So pretty good stuff right there. A nice shiny right there. Ooh, like uh, U.S. Nate Scout with the uh, colored Easter eggs, uh, the shiny execute. That's just one of the best shinies ever. Jumping in the snow. I wish that it was more. I mean, this was Gen 1, so they didn't do hardly anything for it. But uh, if they were going to do a costume, like this would be epic for a costume. Have each of the eggs different, like different decorations as if they were Easter eggs. For this event, just saying, just saying. Yeah. Um, and then also with a hundred percent execute from U.S. Nate Scout, uh, showing off a uh, collection challenge. He has finished fifteen collections, so he's now has the gold medal, the elite collector medal. Good job. And yep, that's where I talk about the invite because that was the. Um, he needed the Azumarill to finish his collection there. Uh, and then Terry showing off a shiny Azurill. So uh, it's a pretty nice green right there. Yeah. Not the, not the puke green, like a lot of other shinies. I agree. That's like a emerald. Maybe? 
Yeah. I don't know. It's nice. It is nice. Yeah. Uh, and then Coach Kev showing off their shinies from this week. Uh, three shiny Chansey, yes. two shiny Togepi. Speaking of Pete Green. Yep. Uh, shiny Baneary, shiny Bunnelby, and then another shiny Bunnelby that evolved into Diggersby. But yeah, these are the shiny Chanseys with the uh, flower crowns, your favorite uh, ornament to go on top of. You know, I did, a, I did a trainer battle the other day because that's part of the thing. I had to, to finish a step, do a great battle, uh, or a, a, a great battle league battle, rather. And I felt like the other person that I was fighting listened to the show and intentionally trolled me because I fought a flower crown Eevee. Not not <laughs> evolution, or well, you can't evolve it, but not a shiny even, just a regular. You, you can evolve the flower crown. Can you? Eevee. And the crown will go with mm-hmm. it. Okay, well, yep. it wasn't involved evolution. It was just Flower Crown Eevee. And I know enough about these battles to know Eevee has no real place in these battles because it's just right in the middle of the meta, right? So it doesn't really do crap. But I was like, I think you're trolling me because who uses a Flower Crown Eevee in a great battle? Come on. I killed them. I beat them down like the dogs that they are. Ha, pun intended. So Joe's answering something there. In uh, sure oh, no, no, Tup. No, no. Old man Tup says, I think we need to get Charles a flower crown to wear on the show. No. And then what did I say? Uh, no. You said you have my address. No. Yeah, I, I do have your address. I, yeah, I, 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 I can I, send you some from Amazon. I probably wouldn't even. Crown? I probably wouldn't even put a flower crown stuffed EV behind me, just so you know. No, this is going to go on you. No, We're going to have a flower crown, Charles. You're, one, you're not going <laughs> to deliver it by hand, and two, you're not going to sit in here and make me keep it. So, good luck with that, uh, everybody. I'll put your I'll put your wife's address on it, and I'll put a note on it saying to her to have her ambush you during uh, a recording. Put uh, it on so Hey, Mister Tamarine got a hundo dirty hippie chancy. <laughs> dirty idea. hippie flower crown, Charles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and then to continue, Coach Kev showing off 200% uh, Bunnelbees. And then uh, Mr. Tambourine. Actually, I think you, you just read this one off, right? The Hundo Dirty Hippie Chansey. Yeah. Yeah. And then the From shiny Mr. Tambourine. Merle. Yeah, the shiny Merrill. With the what what really gets me with this shiny family is Azuru and Merrill. Their shine, their normal forms are blue, and they go to green. But then Azumaru, its normal form is blue, but instead of going to this really cool green color, it goes to yellow. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, Terry Wolf showing off shinies from this past week: a shiny Politoed, three shiny Chanseys, the shiny Azuril that we mentioned before, a shiny Baneri, and a shiny Lotad. Uh, Coach Kev finished off uh, his research to get his shiny sky blue Mew. Good stuff there with uh, Infestation and Focus Blast. I honestly don't know what the best setup for Mew is as far as moves go because Mew has a huge, huge move pool. Man, if only Terry Wolf was here to tell us what moves to set up. There's there's also websites you can go to that rank each um each iteration each possibility of the their move sets um popeye showing off 
their shinies and hunter percents. There's a hunter percent Baneri, a shiny Bunnelby, and a shiny Flower Crown Chansey. Um, which I haven't seen and, any hardly any Chanseys during this event. Now, to be fair, I haven't been up and running or <laughs> active very often, but in an event, usually, I'm not saying I'd see a shiny, but usually, I mean, like with Pikachu, they'll barely say, oh, the event has started, and then without me even opening it, there's like four Flower Crown Pikachu sitting there waiting. You know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I'm comparing it to. Yeah. And then uh, Terry with the Togepi, 100%. And another shiny Flower Crown Chansey. And then Nolte showing off three new 100%. A Flower Crown Chansey and a Zoo Reel and a Baneary. Uh, and then Nolte also showing off shinies. Three shiny Baneary, shiny Togepi, shiny Sentry, and a shiny Pichu. If I'm not mistaken, does, and Togepi doesn't. Okay, I didn't think so. But the Pichu has the Flower Crown. So shiny Flower Crown Pichu. Um, and then these, I think we already listed all of these from Terry, except for the glam, shiny glam, and a shiny polywag. Um, and then old man Tup coming in with a shiny minin. Uh, I like the shiny minin a lot more than the shiny plusle, but again, it's, it's actually that same green as the Azuril and the Meryl. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Terry coming in uh, just before the show with a right. shiny crow gunk. And congr- I mean, good on you, man. Good on you. But damn, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. Um, and then we've got Hallowed Robin showing off shiny Bunnelby, Zubat, Centret, and Executor. As well as a 100% ghastly with a smiley face in front of its name. (laughs) And those have been the experiences of the week here in our discord. In our discord. (laughs) 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 So there is that. And let's go on over to our discussion from this past week. Uh, It was provided by one of your all time favorite people. Zenzalu. Who? Oh, sorry. Um, if I held up a picture with a gravestone that said Zenzalu, would you have recognized it? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so for those that don't recall from this past week, the discussion point was, what are your thoughts on Pokemon slash accounts being sold on eBay? And uh, so we've got two... Uh, comments here on our subreddit that is reddit.com slash r slash pokemon go podcast if you want to participate in those um we try to remember each week to have a discussion point uh and we've been pretty good i'm i'm i think we're almost at that point where the audience is going to start to start suggesting the discussion points and that is perfectly fine if you want to come onto the subreddit and submit your own discussion point or in our Feel Discord or on Twitter, yeah. But I mean, subreddit yeah. will find it, and other people can see it and comment on it there for sure. Um, yes, but I think in general, you know what? I'm gonna throw a challenge out tonight while we're doing this live uh, in the chat room. 
go ahead and, and get in your mind what you want next week's discussion point to be, and we'll discuss. But, Joe, oh, I got you. You're talking to somebody. Uh, so um, your our idea is how do you feel about Pokemon being sold? That came up. Actually, I saw that come up in some other chat somewhere or on Reddit somewhere. And my personal opinion on it is okay. You know, because it's like, well, in this game, you have to sell the whole account. You can't just, because of the, how trading works, you can't just sell the Pokemon. It's not that easy. I'm sure it can be done. And there's plenty <laughs> of dumb people who will try to get it done that way. And I, I can imagine the purists are either going, man, I had to grind it, this and that and other. Well, yeah, you did. But just because just because I had to learn on a stick shift with no such thing as power steering to drive, does that mean my kid has to? I mean, would it benefit him? Probably, but does he have to? No, he can buy an auto parking freaking car that'll stop for him and everything. You know, I'm not saying we're doing that. I'm just saying, you know, so uh, change my mind. I'm definitely open to the discussion, but I'm I don't see the point of why you would care if somebody buys a Pokemon account on eBay. Now, that's the first point. The second point, though, is you got to be careful because it's way too easy to scam things. And if, if it's against terms of service, then you're getting what you asked for. They might figure out that all of a sudden you bought this and they'll shut you down. And there's you can't be mad about that. You can't complain about that if it's against terms of service, which I'm sure it probably is. Joe, what do you think? All right. So... Uh, let's go ahead and read what we've got here from U.S. Nate Scout, Nung Gringo Suave first, and then I'll add my comments to it. Uh, so from U.S. Nate Scout, we have, I just like the idea of selling Pokemon on eBay in general, not just Pokemon Go, but the TCG, Charles, that means trading card game. The main I series, games, <laughs> uh, But the TCG, the main series games, Shinies, and any Pokemon merch. So he's got issues with all of that as well. Uh, the only people who benefit are scalpers and hackers. It is, it is, it has been impossible uh, to buy any Pokemon cards, which kills the fun and enjoyment of collection. The game, uh, the game we all play, is all about collecting. There is no fun when people only see the dollar signs. I uh, that's a very interesting take on that. Um, I don't know how I feel about s- selling, say, merch and and cards on ebay um but yeah i do get the yes it benefits scalpers um and i will add they're not they're not saying that they don't agree with people selling uh, like the pokemon company selling merch or selling the cards they they disagree with it being sold on ebay specifically so before anybody gets all okay crazy about that they they don't like the the resells sure but where but that's that's always been a thing. It's just been in the hand to hand. I mean, you, you can go back as far as you can go back. I mean, snake oil salesman in the Wild West, right? That's essentially what we're talking about. Now, I know snake oil salesman is fake medicine, blah, blah blah. But the idea was, I have this thing that can work, and I'm going to go to this town and try to sell it to a bunch of people for a while, or or the entertainers, right? They bring a show to town, work it for a week, get some money, and then leave. Right, so so the resell of things that is just to me part of the market. Are there scalpers? Yeah. Are there people that it's kind of crappy? Yeah. But is it okay? Is it okay? Man, they were in your whole show. Get rid of all the topics. This is our show tonight, Joe. (laughs) Is it okay for 
the Pokemon company to make a rare card so rare that you're spending ultimately hundreds of dollars buying the packs hoping to get that one to not get it. As, and, and then it's so rare that when somebody does get it and they realize the value of it, I then they turn around and sell it, but you're mad at them selling it on eBay, but you're not mad at the company for making it so rare that it's valuable. And I don't know how – I'm not – I'm really kind of addressing a general argument based off of this argument. But I mean, my how much biggest, you really spend to chase that down? My biggest issue are the people who intentionally buy just to resell. Like – that that Walmart? intentionally that intentionally caused well okay that intentionally intentionally caused to sell it in their store that intentionally caused products shortages to raise the price well uh, but see now you're playing into intent is there intent to raise the price or is there intent people, yeah. but like you, when it, when the PS5 first came out yeah they that's exactly what they were doing but you can't single-handedly do that is what i'm saying especially in today's market yeah but i mean people using bots to purchase stuff just like with the um the ticket sales people were using bots to buy tickets to go fest bring it back okay now that that okay that's one that we can bring it back to the show right talk about Mm -hmm. yeah no and that we said it at this time on the show that's still on niantic that's still on the creator to to fix that and to acknowledge it. In fact, I was proud of our society this year when the PS5 sold out like that because of bots at Walmart. People didn't go, oh, scalpers. Oh, but they went, Walmart, you know this is how this goes. How dare you not have security in place to stop this? I'm like, good on you because it was on Walmart to stop it. It's their platform. You know, Niantic, it was their platform, and they have – taken at 30 years taking more and more measures to make sure that people can can be a part of this but that's really not the topic but yeah and then we've got another comment here from el gringo suave um el gringo suave says concerning pokemon go i think it's just silly uh to put it nicely focusing that much on gaining money seems to take the spirit out of the game however i can see that if a person is wanting to spend their money on that it is most likely uh, it most likely isn't hurting others. However, I still think it's silly to be so invested as to turn to buying monsters and accounts. So yeah. my biggest issue, I think my biggest issue with that whole thing when it comes to Pokemon Go specifically is buying monsters. The only way to really facilitate that is through spoofing. So you're cheating in order to sell. I don't like that. Now, if it's a local market, right. I, I honestly don't really have a problem with that. Well, if you're not if you're not cheating, if you're not spoofing, I really don't. But I, I mean, all honesty, how do you sell an individual mon without just be, being face to face to trade? You know, so well, if you if you had a group like a, for instance, a Discord group, a local Discord group where you could buy and sell a specific Pokemon. Now. Even when you do that, Niantic already has the system in place where if you trade, the IVs are randomized. So it's not like you can say, oh, I'm trading this 100% IV Pokemon or this perfect uh, IV Pokemon for PvP. You can't do that in this game. It doesn't work. Right, which is a safeguard. It is a safeguard. Um, And then if they wanted to also get around it by selling the entire account to somebody, and then that person could take the account and say, okay, 
I'm going to take all of these great Pokemon from this account and put them on my main account. That would also be an issue in my book, personally. I, I, I disagree with that. Uh, I, I mean, okay, to the point, uh, Summoner's War. You play Summoner's War. I, I do. I think this mechanic is in there. Are there not the the ability to put money into that game to buy a character or at least shards of a character or a weapon or something specific in that no. game? No. So not in that one? I know. In my no, not In Summoner's War, uh, you can put money in for a chance because you just summon from a, a, the whole pool. Um, Summoner's War is a huge, huge money sink for those that want to spend money on it. <laughs> and... Um, well, and it might be a bad example. I just knew you well, played that game. Well, the company themselves has some uh, shadiness going on as, right now with drama, uh, with inside uh, inside uh, people selling stuff Oof. off off the side to yeah, players. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, but yeah. Again, so they, they've they've had a whole bunch of that's an entirely other area of, and other issues. But yeah. So anyway. This was a, a very good discussion. If you want to still get in on this discussion, it, the post is still there on our subreddit. Um, and I'll try to, if you do comment on it, I will try to remember to bring up an updated discussion for next week um, because I do think that this will be a hot topic even moving forward. Yeah. So I do want to make one last little uh, thought on it. Uh, okay. Which is, well, I was trying to get to you with the Summoner's War that I'm, I use wrong. I know in my game, Strike Force. Uh, they they put out offers for ridiculous amounts of money, uh, like fifty dollars. But it'll guarantee you get a Silver Surfer. To me, that's the same. It's the same thing. They're doing it in their own game, and nobody. I mean, people get mad about, it, but nobody. It's a, it's a you know it has a different discussion than well. If Joe Antic does that account, though. Hmm? Paid events. Niantic yeah, yeah, yeah. does that. So uh, I'm saying Just, this is, you're me, not going to be getting the shiny Mew because you didn't participate yeah. in that event. Yeah, to me, it's all the same part of the discussion is whether I sell the account or Niantic sells you know something. It's the same. The only real, to me, the only real argument you can make against this is terms of service because it is Niantic's product and they own it. And if they say it's wrong, it's wrong. Other than that, I'm more libertarian on it. Live and let live. If you want to sell your account, knock yourself out. I want to. I could be wrong, but I want to say there is a clause in the terms of service that states that accounts are non-transferable. I think you're right. I could be wrong, but I think that's how it is. Now, granted, I know in my area there's a group of players that play on one account, but it's not it's not nefarious. They're playing on it because um, the woman whose account it was originally was well known in our community. And she passed away, and one of her dying wishes was that they continue playing on her that account. That's in memory of her. And so, so they they do they trade off uh, playing on her account and catching newer Pokemon and things. And I think that's um, pretty classy, personally. Yeah. And but. and when I buy Terry Wolf's account, it'll be in in his memory of how he had his first account. He won't be dead. He'll just. He won't have his first account anymore. And but but it's a memory. I'm keeping his memory alive. That'll be the only way you'll get into you'll get to level fifty this decade. You know you're probably not wrong. But on that, I will take a break to go have an off air talk with Joe about how he talks to me on air. Bye, everybody. We'll be back in a minute. The Pokemon Go podcast is made possible one hundred percent by you and other listeners just as awesome as you are. If you want to support the show and get a little something in return, just go to patreon.com slash Pokemon Go podcast. Feel deep 
You know, this has that uh, that '90s praise music vibe too, doesn't it? Yeah, you, know, you were the church that had that praise band on stage. Uh, uh, yeah, my church doesn't do that. Oh, Jesus caught them all. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I'm not surprised. Your church do that. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right, we are here, and I've been afraid to open the notes. I'm going to do it now. And say, Come on, Joe, you're killing me. <laughs> 20, 20 times. I'm oh, sorry, do it. It's All right. Okay. It's okay, because a lot of these are going to be super quick. Trust me. Now, trust Gringo me. Suave, bring in the good sauce here. But apparently, U.S. Nate Scout is currently sending in a speak pipe. So, <laughs> FYI. All right, uh, we'll see. So this comes to us from El Gringo Suave, like you said, and it is your favorite type of infographic. It is. <laughs> is. Uh, so yes, so this much. is a flork of cows chart on how to low punny, mega low punny. Um, so yeah, yeah, mega low punny is, if I'm remembering correctly, um, normal fighting type. So uh, yeah, you want to take birds against it flying types are going to be good psychics are going to be good um i like how they call mewtwo a cat boy best cat boy yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah so it, it advises mewtwo uh double psychic metagross um fairy or psychic on oh snap i'm forgetting raltz's evolved form i'm gonna have to Look it up real quick. Gallade. I don't know why I, I was forgetting. Oh, no, Gardevoir. Sorry, it's Gardevoir. Gallade is the alternate form. Uh, Agar, uh, Gardevoir. Uh, there's Moltres. Um, there is Latios. And, <laughs> and Conkluder. Um, so That's just a mouth. That's not your chewing rock, Conkluder. You have a Conkluder, don't I you? I do. I do. I got mine before yours. Yep. I don't know if i have a concluder i know that i'm like i'm not I'm telling joe i'm doing this but i want to totally beat him to the punch and i did I, I catch a lot of pokemon but i'm horrible when it comes to actually um evolving them so but yeah yeah it uh it's good stuff basically you want to use psychic or fire or flying type are the main ones that you want to use against it so yeah, fairy um, types will be good too but I don't even remember what was. I just took what was suggested the other night when we did it, and uh, it worked. We took it down. Uh, I mean, fighting fighting type works as well. That's why it's suggesting Conkluder. I just threw a whole bunch of uh, vintage Punchman at it, aka the four-armed. Uh, oh shoot! I was gonna say the the character from yeah, um, Gor- Gor- Gordo. Gor- what is his name? <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, the, the four-armed guy from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. But uh, anyway. It was a great joke, but neither one of us can remember what he's called, so there you go. Yep. Yep. Machamps in, in Mortal Kombat, if you didn't know that. He's a bit uglier in Mortal Kombat, though. Mortal Pokemon. <laughs> Battle to the death. So, more cool stuff. Um, not really. This beats a flower crown. I will say this beats a flower crown and it is kind of classy. 
But Lapras is going to get a bow tie. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, Lapras is going to be the next doctor. I could take that. Lapras could make a good doctor, especially the shiny Lapras. Lapras, the time wizard. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that is an interesting uh, thing there. Uh, what do you? How do you feel about it, Joe? It's fine with me. Give the Loch Ness monster its uh, its dues. Make him make him all formal. I wish they would have included the whole black suit and everything. Would have been top great. hat? Oh, a monocle? A monocle and a top <laughs> hat? Yeah, man. Now do a that. A monocle and a top hat. That would be epic. That would be. That would be so good. See, we're better at this than Niantic is. They should be ashamed <laughs> of themselves. Uh, so, but yeah, a lot of tonight is going to be um, from Pokeminers, actually. There's been a lot of asset updates and other uh, pushes, so stuff is going to be coming in the future, and so a lot of tonight is going to be previews. So what's this next preview that we've pulled over here? Ooh, yeah, they added a lot of new Megas to the, the back end <sighs> to the game. Answer, if I saw that in the dark at night, there's not enough roach spray in the world. Holy crap, that's scary. <laughs> That is scary. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty scary. So we've got uh, Mega Kangaskhan. Who the the biggest change there is the baby hops out of the pouch, and yeah, actually cool. in the main series games, what that does is actually adds another I think fifty percent damage to Mega Kangaskhan. Um, Mega Kangaskhan was actually quite popular. Um, in the TCG tournament, or not the TCG tournament, the um, the main series tournaments uh, for a long time. Um, so yeah, and then you said Mega Pinsir. There's Mega Aerodactyl, uh, both Mega Mewtwo's. So Mega Mewtwo X and Mega Mewtwo Y. Uh, and then there's Mega Sableye. Which you is like one of my favorites? Yeah, because it's like ah, this jewel can't fit in my head no more. I'm still carrying around. So when right. You have a shiny Sableye, so you I could uh, turn that. Mega into Omega. Mega Mawile. Uh, Mega Sharpedo. Mega Banette. I wonder why Mega Banette's shiny form is grayed out there. Maybe it didn't, the, it, that asset didn't get pushed yet. Uh, and then Mega Rayquaza, same thing. So it sounds like the Mega Rayquaza shiny form didn't that asset didn't get pushed either. Uh, what do you think of that, about that Mega Rayquaza? It, it's also scary. It's almost like it's got legs and arms. It's really cool. I, I love the the spikes in the head, the blade thing. The one I'm most disappointed with in all of this, Sharpedo. They just kind of made him bigger. That was it. Everybody else gets this cool transformation. You know, yeah, I don't know gets, Mega Mawile is the same thing. Mega, I don't see much of a difference between Sharpedo and Mawile to their Megas. That yeah, but Mega Sharpedo looks like he's got a bunch of battle scars on him, kinda like, uh, yeah, kind of like the the T Rex from uh, from Jurassic World Two, yeah. Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, gets yeah. those extra battle scars. Yeah, um, but I get what you're yeah. saying. But overall, I think this is cool. Now, what do you, you think of the spikes on Mega Aerodactyl? <laughs> he definitely looks more dinosaurish. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's he's got the kind of like coming the wings come back makes him look lizardish. But then you, I mean, the the fins on his head kind of has that lizard reptile feel. I, it definitely makes him more dinosaur esque. I, I think, which he already was dinosaur esque. See, I think he just looks funny 
like he's got a giant pointy goatee and some really bushy eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> that I can see that now. I can definitely see that now. Hey man, you want to play some jazz? Come on. Um, that's, yeah. Mega Jazzadactyl. Nah, I like it. Uh, but you know, you talked about how the shiny save a lot. I could do the mega, but it takes forever to get the mega candies or whatever it is to to convert to get that. And then you use two hundred in a blast, and then it's going to take forever to get more. But more than likely, actually, more than likely, Mega Pinsir is going to be my first. After the first time you mega evolve them, the cost goes down for subsequent evolutions, but still. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that does help, but yeah. Now, more megas. It's a three, 3DS, 3Ds, what? 3D only, 3D only. Uh, why, what's 3D only mean? All right. So let's go ahead and take a look here. Um, so these are, by 3D only, they mean that only the models have been added, not stats and other things to go along ah, with it. Got it. Yeah. So the previous ones that we mentioned, uh, they had more than just the models. These ones, it's just the models. Um, got it. And of course, Mega Alakazam needs more spoons. Because why wouldn't you? I mean, well, I he mean, is the Matrix. Come on. Abra has zero spoons. Kadabra has one. Alakazam has two. Mega Alakazam? Five. Let's just go with five. But yeah, so then we've got Mega Scizor, Mega Heracross, Mega Tyranitar, Mega Sceptile, Mega Swampert, Mega Gardevoir, Mega Metacham, Mega Altaria, who really just looks like a fluffy cloud, um, <laughs> Mega Absol, Mega Latios and Latios. Wait a second. No, those. Oh, no, that is say say Latios and Latios. But the the colors on those, I think they messed up because they are. They look identical. I'd have to double check. Maybe they do look identical. I've never actually mega evolved a Latios or a Latios before in the main series game. So, but uh, then there's Mega Garchomp, Mega Lucario, which I think will be a lot of people's favorites. Lucario seems to be uh, a fan favorite, uh, especially since it's in Smash Brothers. And then Mega Audino. Um, so. And, I mean, these are uh, nothing wrong with any of them. Uh, but Mega Tyranitar looks like he's a bass player in a 1980s hair metal band. Uh, he's got the big <laughs> shoulder pads coming up. He's like, we will, we will. I don't know. Uh, you. Swapper is just bigger fists. Heracross got swole. He's obviously he's skipped leg day, but he's definitely done arm day at the gym. Uh, Sizor uh, looks just more transformer esque, if that makes sense. I mean, to, okay, Gardevoir, she got a big skirt. That's her mega. She went from a nice evening gown dress to prom skirt. So, oh, that's all right. she she had the wiring to her skirt. Yeah, Mega can't uh, sit down. Uh, okay, Doctor Hamill uh, puts in their friend code there for raids. So there you go. Check that out in the, the live chat here. And old man top says Mega Alteria gets that lovely dragon fairy type when it megas. So there you go. It changes type. So that's cool. 
Uh, there we go. Now, uh, some more stuff possibly coming. This is basically just a breakdown. I great. It's graphics. Go to our show notes. It really breaks this stuff down easy. You can just look at it. Uh, but this is basically just a, a, a Pokemoner breakdown show tonight. Um, Power Up Pokestops. This sounds cool. This Yeah, sounds- so actually... Before I saw this on Reddit, uh, Terry Wolf had actually shared this in our Discord. But we don't know a lot of details other than Pokestops are apparently going to have levels. Uh, we don't know to what degree or to, to what effect. It seems like, and what uh, it, my, uh, my theory is the same as Terry's theory. It sounds like a great theory, is that if you level it up, uh, then you'll get more items from it. Um, I think this will be comparable to the uh, different levels that you can get at gyms. So g- uh, gyms, you can have bronze, silver, and gold gyms. Um, and so I think that this will be comparable. So gym, or to, so Pokestops that you visit frequently, perhaps you can raise the level by spinning them frequently, maybe even they'll gain experience if you put lore modules on them. I could see them doing that as a way to incentivize people using lore modules more. Sure, yeah. Um, so, but that that's all speculation. All we know is that in the APK teardown, it, there are new images for Pokestops. Uh, it has references to levels for Pokestops, and that's all we currently know. Well, so. that's a step in the right direction. I like the idea. And you know, yes. while we don't know what it will do, it will do something. Because you they're not going to put an aesthetic in the game. Because, oh, level it up. What do we get from it? The pleasure of leveling it up. People will freaking riot. You mean they don't put useless aesthetics in the game like flower crowns? Oh, no, there's idiots who want that, Joe. <laughs> there's plenty of idiots who want that. But not me. So what you're saying is you want flower crown Pokestops. If there was an exit <laughs> button on this like there is on StreamYard, my camera would have just disappeared on you. <laughs> just disappeared on you. Um, so we got an asset update. Another wave of Gen 6 and more have been added. A lot of great graphics here. I love the Panda Express bears. They rock. Uh, yeah, I the, do like Panda. The mountain goats, the pandas, the sword tails. Uh, man, that whole first line is actually pretty cool. Actually, <laughs> Gen 6 might tails. be my jam. Gen 6 is like monster freaking central. These look like pocket monsters. This is what I'm talking about. Gen's 1 through 5. Gen 6, let's do this. Your favorite's that bottom left one, right? Bottom. The Zimmeril? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm blanking on his name, but he's a, a Pikachu wannabe from Gen 6. It looks like uh, Zimmeril's cousin, Moomeril. He He's featured in the anime. The little girl carries one around, I can't, but I can't remember its name. But no. No, come on. All the bosses, and you're going to focus on little pocket mice. Come on, man. <laughs> what do you, uh, so, you want to know something funny? Sure. The, the one next to it yeah. is a dragon type. That's interesting. The snail yeah. is a dragon type. Yeah. It, uh, uh, okay. It, 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 it evolves into those dragons that look like, uh, was it reading tales? 
that that dragon show on PBS that taught kids to read and go to libraries and stuff. Dragon Tales, whatever it was. It oh, looks okay, like, yeah, yeah, okay. It looks like that. That. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, uh, Sligu, Gumi, and um, Gudra, and then Dirty. Old Man Tup is letting us know that the one in the bottom left was Dedenne. Yeah. Nobody asked. Thanks. <laughs> and then all of the rest on that bottom row are um, the the art the the carton art Pokemon. So for X Y and then Zygarde is there on the bottom right. So I still don't have a parrot. I still don't have my Toucan Sam. Man, I see people like Terry Wolf have it. I'm like jealous. I like that. But uh, no, man, Gen Six. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, wonder, I am a graphic snob, and so just seeing just a variety and the craziness here, this is I love it. I love it. I wonder if they forgot to add Tyrantrum's three um, D model. So um, middle, kind of middle, the third row. You see the little T Rex. I close it out. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're okay. talking about. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, all of these other ones, I'm seeing the evolved forms, but not for that one. Tyrantrum is actually pretty sweet. Um, I used uh, him during my Pokemon X, uh, or sorry, Pokemon Y playthrough. Um, but yeah, I, I really for po- for Gen Six, I really like the uh, fossil Pokemon from Gen Six. They're pretty sweet. Yeah. So uh, they're just so old. I don't know why I'm typing in all caps. I must hit the wrong button. Uh, so, okay, Pokemon Snap, the new, I'm sorry, new Pokemon Snap has been getting a big push across the Switch and and news outlets uh, talking about gaming and this and that and the other. And apparently there's going to be a tie-in event, including quests to take pictures of wild mods, Friendship Day Collection Challenge, and more uh, is coming out here. And uh, I'm down with that. I, I, I actually have all the weird things that, all the things you expect me to hate in this game I hate. <laughs> I would expect me to hate this. I don't. I actually, I'm okay with taking pictures of the, the Pokemon. Mostly because it, it scratches that itch of, oh, something pops up and I get something for it. You give me something, I will yeah. do tasks all day long if you give me something for it. Like Trub- like the Trubbish quest being added. You're all for that. Will it give me something? Trubbish? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I got Trubbish. <laughs> yeah, I, I was all for it the but- first time I got him. But after that, I went, yeah, I'm good. I was a, I was a big fan of Pokemon uh, Snap on the on the Nintendo 64. Um, for those that are unfamiliar with Pokemon Snap on the 64, it's a game where you rode around taking pictures of Pokemon. Um, you had to throw apples and other stuff in order to get them to go to different places and interact with them to get better pictures and whatnot. Um, it actually originally started as something completely unrelated to Pokemon when they first started the project, uh, and then they switched it to Pokemon partway through. Uh, and I think it would have failed miserably without the Pokemon IP yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, and the character from the character that you are in Pokemon Snap has made appearances in the anime as well, so that's there as well. But yeah. It's Fun a game. Um, very. I, I mean, it was a groundbreaking mechanic when it first came out. 
It, it was definitely a very different game from anything else, especially yeah. anything else in the Pokemon um, realm. And yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, I will probably eventually get the one for the Switch um, at some point. Um, I I have a backlog of games that I haven't even touched yet, but I'll probably get it and play it, and we'll see. But yeah, I good mean, stuff. I, honestly, I probably won't just because it's as a whole game. It's not something that attracts me. But, um, I mean, I might, you know, for my kids, I might throw it on uh, the Gamefly account and let it come in and, and we'll play it for a weekend and send it back. Uh, but in That's a good game, way to do it. In game, I'm down. In game, like, give me, some, give me some tasks to do where I take pictures. And I, I'm good with that, you know. Yeah, you've always been more fond of the picture taking than I have anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right, next up is Rivals, Rivals Week. Week. It's Alabama versus Pokemon right here. So is that how it works? Okay, you live in Tennessee. You know exactly how that works, Joe. Even though we're not foosball kind of people, we know how the foosball stuff works. I I don't follow sports like at all, so I think you're giving me too much credit. Anyway, so Rivals Week, April 13th. You're telling me you don't know the name of a single freaking team in your state. Uh, the Tennessee Volunteers. So shut it and read the stupid <laughs> article, Joe. Just because I, I know the team. <laughs> you're, you're silly. Um, we digress. All right. So Skrelp and Clauncher. I, th- I think you had a making... stroke. Are you smelling toast, Joe? Uh, not right now. So Skrelp and Clauncher will be making their way into the game. Are you sure? Um, I think you're smelling toast saying words like that. <laughs> hold your hands out. Uh, see if they drift. Come on, close your eyes. Hold your hands out. Are you sure right. he stuck his tongue out there? <laughs> all right. Uh, so uh, what gen are these these guys? Uh, gen five, I nope six, six. Yeah. They're gen six. Uh, so these are some new Pokemon that are coming to the game. Uh, Skrelp is poison water type. Clauncher is water type. Um, we'll, you'll be hearing more about Clauncher a little bit later for reasons. Uh, Skrelp is basically a, um, oh shoot. What's the type of seahorse that that is? Uh, weedy sea dragon seahorse. Oh, those are the coolest um, seahorses, actually. Yeah. Um, and so that's a seahorse. And um, Clauncher is uh, a new um, lobster. <laughs> that that's what he is but yeah uh so those are going to be coming uh they're making their debut they'll be appearing in the wild and in raids and in field research so go ahead and grab them wherever you want to uh therian form landorus will be making its debut uh so that is nice i am very much hoping that therian form landorus fulfills the the quest line to take a picture <laughs> because i still haven't found someone local to trade me landris yeah but anyway uh and then uh, during rivals week uh for the global challenge arena all trainers around the world can work together to win raid battles and unlock a two times catch stardust bonus for the duration of the event um which you know anytime that there's a bonus that we can unlock it's going to get unlocked because you know 
even if they have to fudge the numbers like they did for the first go fest mm-hmm. it'll happen um <laughs> i kind of would like to see a day where they don't it's kind of like I, i'm waiting for the day in a, a big movie that the bad guy wins and the heroes don't save the day that's you know just to see it one time happen i just want to see one time they go uh, y'all were close you got within like 30 but you didn't make it sorry I just want to see the world lose its mind over that for a minute. Oh, man. Um, and then I I did post the link to the infographic there. We do have an infographic to go along with all of this as well. Um, they are, for Rivals Week, they're focusing a lot on fighting-type Pokemon or Pokemon who, in their lore, like to fight. Um, so they're going to be spawning stuff like Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan, Makuhita, Metatite, Zangoose, Seviper, which Zangoose and Seviper, um, the mechanic there, for those that don't know, in later series uh, games like Gen 6, you can run into a group of Pokemon instead of a single Pokemon uh, when you get into a wild encounter. And usually they're all the same Pokemon. That is not the case for Zangoose and Seviper. Okay. Uh, they will have a mixed group, and they will actually fight each other um and so that's you know part of their lore because a mongoose and a um and a viper are enemies irl so there's that i've seen uh too many um reaction videos where one of the pokemon that spawns in a group of those two is shiny and before they can catch the shiny one uh one of the other ones kills it (laughs) Oh no! Oh no! That's that's so horrible. Um, So yeah, and then in eggs, they're mixing up the eggs, of course. So Machop, Tyrogue, Elekid, Magby, Makuhita, Metatite, Zangoose, and Seviper are going to be in 5K eggs. Uh, They're mixing up the raids. Uh, so we're going to see Nitto King and Nitto Queen in raids, as well as Zangoose and Seviper. And then, like I mentioned before, the Therian form Landorus. So there's that as well. So, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun, probably. I mean, it. I don't know. I'm so desensitized to events these days because we're always in an event. So, I like, the the wow factor is kind of gone. It's just there needs to be an event all the time or else what what's going on what, niantic what, you're failing do you ever feel that way <laughs> every day no not every day <laughs> but it, it, a lot less now than it used to be when we first started out started out yeah because back then it was maybe once once a month once every other month there was an event now it's Hey, this week it's this event. This week it's this event. This week it's this event, and there's basically constantly an event going on. So anyway, yeah. that is Rivals Week again. That is April thirteenth to the eighteenth, and so that is that. Um, we Niantic their Twitter page. I haven't actually checked in game this, uh, but they tweeted out that uh, being able to see the egg pool is now possible for everybody that's been pushed to everyone so so what is that really this. do for us it kind of lets you know what you is get it out only of it? Be, i wonder if it's only going to be on new eggs that i find i thought they said click on the egg and you'll be able to see the list of possible possible pokemon um but i'm clicking on the eggs so maybe 
hasn't been pushed, but it says this was posted April 7th. So yesterday says from Niantic support, we are excited to share that all trainers will now be able to see which Pokemon may hatch from eggs in their inventory, tap an egg to see a list of possible Pokemon and their rarity level. And us snake scout is confirming it is only on new eggs. Um, so eggs that I got before they push this live will not show uh, the, those on them. So, uh, all of my eggs are predated, so I cannot show that here live. Yeah, I don't think I've had any, any new eggs. Man, maybe I have. I'll have to check. So, um, but uh, uh, sorry, I got distracted for a second. Work stuff. Um, so, but we got this graphic. Is that what you, we looked at already? The right, yeah, we already looked at the infographic, okay. and now we're down on the last uh, item on our list. Claw tizer, though. Claw tizer. <laughs> I'd pay. I'd pay twenty dollars to eat that at dinner. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, that's gonna be cool. Uh, so yeah, last one. Are we there yet, Joe? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Yeah, it's a real short one. All right. Remix, Great League is remixed. All right, we're good. Uh, no, what, what what are you talking about, Remix? All right, so there has been a an update that came out this uh, to uh, basically an announcement for um, the Go Battle League. There is a league that is starting called the Great League Remix, uh, and it will run from the twelfth April twelfth to April twenty sixth, and it will exclude a lot of Pokemon that are quite popular in Great League. So Venusaur, Raichu, Alolan Raichu, Marowak, Alolan Marowak, Azumarill, Umbreon, Skarmory, Swampert, Galvantula, Stunfisk, Galarian Stunfisk, and Talonflame will not be available for the Great League Remix. Does that surprise you that Stunfisk is popular enough in Great League to get a ban? Yes, very much so. <laughs> I suspected it would be because, uh, well, we all know how much you love Stunfisk. It that doesn't flat make little sense Pokemon. that it can do anything. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but it doesn't make sense. All right. So we've got a few speak pipes to do here. Make sure everything's turned up. Yeah, did you get the brand new one from U.S. Nate Scout? Oh, no. Oh, no. I got the brand four ones from uh, <laughs> Nate Scout. All right. Jackie K shot this one in. Here we go. Greetings, Airwebs. This is Jackie K, and welcome for another edition of Shadow Pokemon Trivial. The continuation, because Jackie K here fighting those big play limit. Just want to add a little more on to what I talked about last week in regards to the main character of Coliseum. Uh, let's just call him Wes. I think that's the default name in Coliseum. Like a lot of the older Pokemon games, you actually got like three different default names to choose from, but only one true default lies amidst them. As I for allude to the last part, Wes kind of plays out like an anti-hero. You begin the game blowing up a facility ran by an evil organization, but within maybe an hour of the game, if even that, you find out that you actually used to work for that organization, you as a character, and decide to just turn against them and that's the whole reason you're snagging away shadow pokemon from the bad guys because you're trying to get them trying to get them back that facility you blew up turns out to be a way that they were mass producing pokeballs to the snag away trainers and the device that on your arms that you use throughout the adventure that we usually associate with snagging 
was kind of like a portable version of that device. So while you aren't quite a bad guy in Pokemon Coliseum, I definitely can't think of a main series game that actually gets even that close. Food for thought for aspiring Team Rocketers. Oh, I yeah, just, but you're saving the Pokemon. I get that you're yeah. taking them. You're stealing. You're stealing. So them. we're but Peta, the Peta, <laughs> Peta people for the ethical treatment of Pokemon. Is that what's going on here? Yeah. All right, Nate Scout, what you got? Here we go. Hey guys, US Nate Scout here. I'm not from Nashville, <laughs> so um, Charles. I kind of see where you're getting at with the, but Walmart sells it. Why can't other people sell it? But there's a lot of things wrong. Wait, wait, wait. And as someone called me out in the middle of my own show on stuff I said on this show, how dare you, sir? (laughs) More than just Pokemon, no Pokemon. Uh, Let me explain how it's been hurting the community lately. So, since about like four months into the pandemic, so almost a year now, there's been a worldwide Pokemon shortage. Like Pokemon card shortage, which is hilarious, because then that was the first five things to go. Because I also work at a retail store that sells a lot of first response or first, the well, first things that go. So ink went, printers went, chairs went, desk went, and Pokemon cards went, which is hilarious to me. But because the cards were getting printed less and less, like everything else was, um, and we were getting ready for the 25th anniversary. Between that and what Logan Paul was doing, opening the opening the classic boxes and pulling a shadowless Charizard, which before it's PSA grade ten is like a ten thousand dollar card, and that was before the inflation of the pandemic and the surge of twenty fifth anniversary. So it's a ton of money right now, nerd. But yeah, between all of that, they went through and they got a bunch of cards, um, and it's expensive now so people go out of their way like stocking restockers at target and buying cards so other people can enjoy them i will explain the rest of this in part dose (laughs) this is a a full netflix documentary here so whenever anyone goes to try and buy cards they physically can't it's kind of ridiculous to be honest with you it people go to the stores and they like stock the people who stock the shelves and they go and they buy not just one or two packs like the normal human being would they buy 50 60 to the point where like target was selling cards that were five years old that wouldn't sell off the shelves and they were gone the next day and that's been going on for months now and since that we've had five or six set releases we've had but basically, since the start of Sword and Shield, minus the first three sets, which was the base set, uh, the one with the lightning boy who plays the guitar on his stomach, and the giant elephant rock guy. Ever since those sets, we've been out of cards, basically, including there's a special anniversary set that we've now been out of. There's a new set that just came out that's, like, struggling. And it's not just that. It's now anything with a Pokemon logo on it. So you go to Walmart or you go to Target, you go to... Any store that would normally sell it, even online, it's just sold and resold at markup value. So we can get mad at Walmart for selling them, but they're selling them at MSRP, or for Charles, that's in-store prices, compared to <laughs> how every other store is set to sell them at. They're selling them at MSRP. A normal pack is like four ninety nine, and you get 10 cards guaranteed, one rare and one reverse hollow with a chance of getting more. But people are taking the one pack and selling them. It cut off. Uh, yep, so here we go. So people have been buying packs and just selling them online. 
and the pack normally goes for like four or five or four or five dollars a pack and the rate they're going right now is up to twenty dollars a pack which is a huge inflation rate but that's just for one pack there was a special set that dropped a little bit ago that had shiny pokemon that everyone was hunting for we've been hyped it announced it months ago or almost a year ago actually before our release because it was getting ready for the 25th anniversary set and it had a bunch of um, shiny Pokemon, bunch of regular Pokemon, and it immediately sold out. Like I've been hunting for that for months, and that's the same thing that happened with the McDonald's cards that you mentioned months ago. People realized, ooh, Pikachu's on it. There's a card shortage. The regular collectors are like, ooh, a guaranteed way to go get cards. And the, uh, the salespeople or the people on eBay were like, ooh, a guaranteed quick dollar, which is what drives me away from the entire situation at this point and from people selling them. And it doesn't make sense because those are the scalpers making buy. buy. But if you go on ebay and just look at pokemon you're gonna scroll through and you're gonna find pokemon go accounts buy this shiny in pokemon go buy this shiny with six stars for pokemon sword and shield buy this five star chancy shiny for let's go pikachu like that doesn't defeat that doesn't make a difference that's someone going out of their way and especially on the video games they're not playing the realistic game and sending out fake information and fake items throughout the games that doesn't make any sense to me of why we should be okay with allowing people to hack our game and mess and one more this doesn't make any sense like we're allowing people to hack into our games mess with our game dead data and see the numbers that we have and like ooh, you really want this you've been playing real hard for this Ooh, well i'm gonna make a cheap buck i'm gonna I'm going to break the game the way the game was not supposed to be played, play it illegally, and then send it to you and have you think that you got a regular good Pokemon. And it's the same thing for all the regular games, but it's worse with like any kind of merch because the Pokemon company is allowed to sell their own merch. But people will go online and they'll buy it out and then they'll sell it for tons of money. There's a skateboard that just got released for 25th anniversary. $200 skateboard. The next week, it was on eBay for five hundred dollars. That's a three hundred dollar markup on something that was two hundred plus shipping and handling of like five dollars, and like that's crazy. But that's after two weeks. After the first week, it was on there for like multiple thousands of dollars, and people didn't think they'd get their hands on it because it's driven people insane. So collectors who would normally go through and support their community and also buy Pokemon cards from like their local card shops now are forced to stick to the option. Do I want to help my local community or do I want to collect my passion? And it's just unfair to the collectors and it's unfair for everyone who's in the situation to have to go through that. I'm sorry. That was a very long rant, um, (laughs) but I figured it needed to be out there. If we're having a conversation like this and I'm better with my words and I end my thumbs and typing, but uh, thank you guys so much for the show. I love it so much. Uh, Deuces. Uh, no, I, this is an argument that's that's been made over and over again on different shows about different things that involve community selling, and I put it on personal responsibility. You said it. Collectors didn't think they'd get their hands on it, or they didn't want to wait. The reason is multiple thousands of dollars, because somebody's paying that, right? You know, Joe, you referenced the PS5 earlier, how it got, the bots bought them, and they immediately went on eBay. They're still on eBay, and that's the only place, one of the only places to get it on is on eBay right now for eight, nine thousand dollars you know hundred eight nine hundred dollars to a thousand you know whatever and people are spending it that's to me the key that's why this could have been a whole episode versus just a discussion segment is you're not wrong but you're also not 100 percent right in my personal opinion and it's just an opinion right this is just a discussion it's no real facts there but does it suck yes it sucks did they take the time to do the work and go get the money and buy 50 packs Yes, they did. Is somebody going to spend $100 to get one pack from them? 
well, we'll see. You won't. I won't. <laughs> but somebody is. Otherwise, the market wouldn't be there. They'd be stuck unloading like Target was. They're stuck unloading five-year-old card packs because nobody's buying it. But now people are exactly. buying them like crazy. It's that, that is the true heart of, of supply and demand. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, no, you're you're wrong, and I like your thoughts, and you had good thoughts on it. I said, "Did I say you're wrong?" I meant to say you're not wrong. Sorry, I, I, <laughs> no, you're not wrong, but there's it's a there's a lot of discussion that goes into it. So, uh, we have a new patron, CD Brookins, has signed up and joined us, and we appreciate you lots. So, thank you, uh, Brookins. And uh, I have one here for you, Joe. Let's turn hey there, one. this is Cheeky Nashville, and I got a question for Joe. What time is it, brother? It is time for random trivia. Oh, and actually, real quick before we do, apparently C.D. Brookins is none other than Mr. Tambourine. Yay! Look at that. <laughs> but the random trivia tonight will be Clauncher, uh, and it's evolved form Clauncher that Charles wants to eat. Clauncher uh, <laughs> is a water type Pokemon, as its Claw Itzer, and they Clauncher is the water gun Pokemon, whereas Claw Itzer is the Howitzer Pokemon. Uh, can you guess where Clauncher gets its name from? A gun. As the Howitzer Pokemon. Yeah, it's the Howitzer. I'm guessing yeah. it comes from Claw and Howitzer. Yeah. Um. So we've got Clauncher. Uh, who, in my opinion, looks way too much like Corefish, but, you know, he's blue, so I guess, you know, there's that. Um, it's Pokedex entry says, they knock down flying prey by firing compressed water from their massive claws like shooting a pistol. Uh I want to say lobsters actually do that. They don't shoot from their claws, they spit it, but they there's something that does it, some kind of fish that spits. A pistol shrimp? Is that what it is? Okay. Yes. Look yes, at Joe with the facts. Well, it helps when I've got them right in front of me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Clauncher is based on a pistol shrimp, um, so not just a lobster. Um, but, yeah, uh, its name comes from Claw and Launcher, and uh, you definitely want to bring it to a water gun fight because, uh, yeah, it'll be great. So... That Clauncher really doesn't have a ton of um, friends r- trivia about it. Um, it does show up in the anime. Um, it's a grumpy looking Pokemon, light blue Chris- shrimp. Um, so you know, I, I kept calling it a lobster, but it, it's it's actually based off of a shrimp. But you know, it's a crustacean. Uh, it's evolved form claw <laughs> claw itzer. Uh, yeah, that is a huge claw on Clawitzer. Uh It's Pokedex entry says their enormous claws launch cannonballs of water powerful enough to pierce tanker holes. So, wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, and apparently by shooting it's um, the water out of it's out of the nozzle on its claw, it can travel up to 60 knots. It's pretty quick. Pretty quick. 60. That's like 70 miles. I forget how knots to miles translate, but it's that's fast. 
Well, let's go ahead and Google knots to miles per hour. While you do that, we're going to start wrapping it up here. So it has been the Pokemon Go podcast. Yes, about 70 miles per hour. It's how much? It's about 70 miles per hour. So I was right. Look at that. I know things, kind of. Uh, So you want to email us, which I did not even check the email tonight. We didn't get time now, so sorry. We'll have it next week. If you emailed us, show at PokemonGoPodcast.com. Leave us a speak pipe like uh, U.S. Nate Scout did, where he likes to call me wrong. Actually, he didn't. He just called, he just joined the discussion, so that was cool. So that is over at PokemonGoPodcast.com, and there's a tab on the side, speak pipe. Use your phone, tablet, whatever you got that touches the internet, has a microphone, knock yourself out. R slash PokemonGoPodcast is Reddit. Facebook is Pokemon Go Podcast. Twitter's at PokemonGoPod. And Twitch.tv is live at Pokemon Go Podcast every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. And you can view it like, well, there's a whole lot of bots here. Casino Thanks, Commander Root. Man, <laughs> the first set of these names is all bots. We got DC oh, Digital Media. Jacket K, U.S. Nate Scout, Mr. Tambourine. I got names. There's a lot, there's a lot of great crap, people in here. Some, some jerk by the name of DC Digital Media. Jerk fresh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably Ping Pinguido. I hope that's not a box. That's a cool name, Pinguido. I like it. So yeah, come check us out. Pie Beagles, Pieties. Yeah, there's some really great Terry Wolf. There's a lot of of good names in here. eh, Not after you said Terry Wolf. Uh, Tune in (laughs) next week to hear Joe say. You can find me on Twitter at Joseph underscore Art. Oh wait, that's not what you were asking. My that's bad. Not. I If you want to <laughs> check out Charles, just look up Rock God of Pod, or just type in Charles McFall, and you can find great great pictures of Charles on the interwebs. The end. <laughs> 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 um.